Welcome in to the Tuesday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. I popped back in here because I thought, well, we have this beautiful Libran moon. Hi, Thomas Miller, by the way. Thanks for joining us. Tuesday, January 30th, we have this beautiful Libran moon that moved in this morning early, early. So it now is in the first couple of degrees of Libra, probably, as you're listening to this. Everything else in the chart is as we talked about yesterday, so I thought of something cool. Let's pull a Steve Forrest story off the shelf. What do you say? This is a little excerpt. This is cool. This is from The Endless Sky, the audiobook that I narrated for him a couple of years ago. It is in one of the early chapters, one of the introductory chapters of the book, talking about the parallax moon. Do you know about that? And do you know that you can change the settings in your astrology software program to affect the parallax moon? Well, if you don't know about it, here is part of chapter six to get you started. What do we mean by the parallax moon? Parallax is a familiar effect. The classic illustration is to simply hold a finger straight up at arm's length and then look at it first through one eye and then through the other. The course of the finger seems to jump back and forth against the background. But really study it, and you will see that there is another, more subtle effect as well. Through your left eye, you see a little bit more of the left side of your finger. Through your right eye, the opposite effect happens. It works the same way with the moon. People in different parts of the world can be looking at the same moon at the same moment, but each will have a slightly different angle on it because of the physical distance between them. For example, a person might be looking at the rising moon from New Zealand, while at the same moment someone in Spain is watching the moon set. It can happen that way because those two countries are located at each other's antipodes, opposite sides of the earth. Moonrise, for one, is approximately moon set for the other. But each one will see the moon from a slightly different perspective. Another way to say it is that Spain and New Zealand have an 8,000-mile baseline between them, running straight through the center of the Earth. And with the moon only about 240,000 miles away, that baseline is long enough to produce a noticeable parallax view. Here we are, back to looking at your fingertip through alternate eyes. Proportionally, it is as if you are looking at a globe that is 30 feet away from you. Then you slide over 12 inches to your left and look at it again. The view of the globe is basically the same, but if you look really carefully, you'll notice that you are seeing that globe from a slightly different angle. Parallax allows us to see approximately another 1% around the moon on each side. That's not much. You might be wondering why we bother to explain it in these pages. But there's a very good reason. So listen on. The Effects of the Parallax Moon Parallax also shifts the moon's position against the starry background the same way that the trick with your fingertip makes it seem to jump against the backdrop of your furniture. This is an effect with serious, if little-known, astrological consequences. What lunar parallax means is that if you think that your natal moon lies at 14 degrees 35 minutes Gemini, 
well, you might need to think again. The actual position depends on your point of view. Were you born in New Zealand or in Spain? The positions of the sun, moon, and planets as they are dished up in most astrological computer programs are actually the positions as they would be seen from the center of the Earth. The sun and planets are far enough away that this mathematically convenient illusion creates no real issues. But the moon is relatively close to Earth, so parallax generates a noticeable difference. Here's why. Maybe you were looking at the moon rising against the backdrop of the starry sky from the top of the Mauna Kea volcano in Hawaii. Now imagine that you are suddenly shifted to the center of the earth, looking up through a very long pipe directly at the moon. The center of the earth is about 4,000 miles away from Mauna Kea, enough to make that moon jump as much as about one degree against the starry background. That is a lot. A degree is twice the moon's own apparent diameter in the sky. If this sounds obscure and technical, let me say it more directly. With parallax, we are talking about where the moon actually appeared to be in the sky when you were born. Present-day astrological software, with few exceptions, instead defaults to the convenient fiction that we were all born in the center of the Earth. So which approach makes more intuitive sense? To know where the moon really was when you were born? Or to believe the computer? Note that not everyone would see a shift of one degree. That's the extreme. If the moon were directly overhead in Mauna Kea, being on top of the volcano or 4,000 miles straight down beneath it, would not move the moon at all. Remember how parallax works. If you only had one eye, it would not be an issue. There would be no parallax. Thinking about parallax with the moon is cutting-edge astrology. Because the biggest difference it can make, just a degree, does not seem extreme, it can seem like small potatoes. Even at maximum, that probably will not have much impact on a natal interpretation of the moon although do note that it could potentially shift the moon into a different sign. Also, if you're using the Sabian degree symbols, the difference would often throw the moon into the next or previous degree. Oh, it's a cliffhanger! <laughs> it's the Endless Sky audiobook available on Audible and, and Apple Books now, I guess. It used to be iTunes, but you can get it there. You do not need a subscription to Audible. You can just buy it one-off right off of your Amazon account. In fact, don't let them fool you on that subscription now. You don't have to have it. But usually, if you have access to Apple Books, it's cheaper. Buy a dollar or two. Guys, have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow and talk about the midweek part, but there's still not a lot, of, a lot going on, so it'll be quick. Have a great day. I love you. Bye-bye. 